It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Girasi. Well, welcome everyone. It's Josephine here and boy, oh boy, I am so excited about my show today. Everything's about timing. I always say that. And as my regular listeners know, what I do is I try to bring on guests that can actually help me make decisions that I'm currently experiencing in my life. And, um, I'll tell you, my guest, Mark Williams, today is going to do just that. So we get to pick his brains all about sales, real estate, how it applies to our businesses. It's going to be great. But before we get to the introduction of Mark, what I'd like to do is share with you my business tip of the week. So I was thinking about this this morning, and um, my tip this week is try to make your kids as independent as you possibly can. The more they can do themselves, the less you have to do. It promotes great self-esteem for their children, and it allows you to spend more time on your business. This turns out to be a win-win situation, and as a mom entrepreneur juggling as many balls as I have in the air between my radio show, between trying to bring my Glovies product to the marketplace, handling three young kids, a household, writing a book on top of all that, I've got my hands full. And, you know, a friend of mine had said, you're doing too much for your kids. And I took a step back and really looked, and you know what? He was right. And the more I kind of made my kids responsible for getting themselves up, dressed, school bags packed, the easier my mornings are turning out to be. So that is my business tip of the week. All right, with that, let's Um, Let me give you a quick, quick background um, of our guest today. Mark Williams has sold over $50 million um, in residential real estate. He has trained thousands of new real estate agents and ran offices for major real estate companies in the United States. And just 10 years ago, he was living in a friend's garage wondering why he was a broke real estate agent. So on today's show, Mark is going to give us the whole entire background on exactly what his turning point was. How did he go from living in his friend's garage to giving himself a personal challenge to say, you know what, I'm not going to do what everybody else is is doing right now. I'm going to change the rules on how I am going to be a success for myself. And he's going to explain to us how he did that. He has an amazing book out that he'll also explain. So with that, let's just bring Mark right on air. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. I mean, I'm just, I'm Are just you laughing. laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing already. It's just it's so much fun. Thanks a lot. 
So glad to be on your call. Oh, well, thank you, Mark. I have to say, I always feel so, so guilty when my guests have to get up before the sun to be on my show. But I want you to know how much I truly, truly appreciate your time and your expertise. So we're going to have lots of fun. So oh, My pleasure. Great. So, Mark, before we get started, I just have to fill you in on what I was discussing on my show just last week. So I live in this absolutely gorgeous house in the woods and I have just decided that I've been living in this house for 11 years. My children and my husband are not too keen about putting our house up for sale but I'm just kind of my business is at a different point now um, and I feel like I'm not getting any younger. I just feel it's probably midlife crisis, Mark. I'm not sure. But I am just ready for a change. And we just put our house up on the market. And I can't wait to pick your brains about that. But I'm just, I'm laughing on my side that you were introduced to me by an amazing woman who is just brilliant a smart businesswoman, and her recommendations for anybody to be on my show has always created a home run situation for me and my listeners. So um, with that in mind, it's just coincidental that here I have a real estate expert, and I was just talking about it on my show. But anyway, that's the background of where we ended off on my show last week. What I'd like to do, Mark, is I'd love to get a background on you. Like, what did you do as a child? As you, you know, give us, yeah, it's so funny. I ask this question all the time. Did you do anything, Mark, as an entrepreneur, uh, as a young kid that would make you think you'd be an entrepreneur when you grew up? You know, at the time, I, I didn't have any idea. But uh, sure, I mean, I, I was the kid who always wanted to sell lemonade. I was always, uh, <laughs> I was doing the newspaper routes. Okay. I was doing, uh, you know, wheeling and dealing at garage sales. Uh-huh. My first deal was a pinball machine for $8, and I went home crying because I didn't have $8. My dad said, go back there and offer him 3 and I ended up getting it for 4 bucks. Oh, my God. That's amazing. But, Mark, the bells are ringing and the balloons are falling right down here at Paying It Forward Radio Headquarters. I'm laughing because nine out of ten of my guests, when I ask that question, say that they had a paper route. How amazing is that, including myself (laughs) at the age of five with my older brother. But, Mark. Mark, how cool is that, you know? And honestly, listeners, I did not talk to Mark beforehand. But, you know, I I think personally that we're almost born entrepreneurs, Mark. What do you think about that? Wow, I never in a million years thought that. And uh, now that I think about it, it is true because my sister had no interest in ever – when I was sick and I'd, ask, I'd try to shake her and wake her up and ask her if she'd do the paper out, she would – practically roll over and bite my head off so i just uh that's amazing yeah it's it's true you're right we could be born you know it's there's probably a gene or some piece of dna in there yes yes all right so now after you did your paper out and you grew up tell us what you did mark tell us a little bit about your background um 
before or after I got fired from my first job out of college. Ah, I love that. Entrepreneurs <laughs> all got fired in one way or another. And that's what really makes you an entrepreneur. Tell me about it, Mark. Uh, well, I don't, I mean, I, my first job out of college, I was just following in the footsteps or trying to and do what everybody else did, which was go interview at these big giant companies and somehow I ended up working for AT&T. Wow. Yes. And uh, four months later, I was 125% of quota and living large and walked in one day and had a big box on my front desk and they said, been a pleasure, Mark. You're oh not a gosh. fit. <laughs> How funny is that? Wow. Well, sometimes I have to tell you, Mark. So last week, I would love to interview Barbara Corcoran one day, but I was actually, I'm thinking about going on Shark Tank. Well, I have committed myself to going on Shark Tank. We just have to convince them. And I think I'll get on the first quarter, 2014. But in order for me to do that, I researched Barbara Corcoran quite a bit last weekend. And I said, you know what? Let me talk about Barbara Corcoran on my show. So it was almost like I was interviewing her, but she really wasn't on the other end. Right. And Mark, the funniest thing, what do you think happened to Barbara Corcoran? She, like, got fired from an astronomical number of jobs. Like, I think she's, she mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been, like, 20 jobs. And it just proves that, you know what? It's not a bad thing. And she says that, you know, when something really bad like that happens, you turn it around, and sometimes it could be the best thing that ever happened to you. So was it the best thing that happened to you? Um, at the time, I didn't think so, but I was pretty young then, you know, 23 or 4. And then uh, getting fired the third or fourth time was a great, was, a, was the best thing that ever happened to me. Later on in life, actually at a real estate company, um, actually at a real estate company, one of the offices I was running. So it was a big turning point. It sounds shocking, but it actually wow. helped turn me around and make me see what my true calling was. And it's a great experience. I mean, Harvey McKay had a book called Thank You for Firing Me. I think it was Harvey McKay. I don't know, but it was a great book. And I saw that one day and I just said, I'm right on track. <laughs> that's <laughs> so. so funny. But I, I think that's great. And um, so tell us, what is your real calling? I know what it is, but tell my listeners. I... I love helping, uh, I like training, sales trainings, any, anything to do with sales, especially helping new real estate agents get started and just uh, that freshman year in the real estate business can be brutal and so many talented people come along and they have so much passion but they just don't get the help they need and 12 months later they're out of the business, you know, back at some some job they're not happy with and it's not because they weren't good enough. Great. I love that. So, and what made you write your book, Mark? Well, uh, there was so many people I saw that needed help. It was like all these little starving birds with their mouths open and no one, you know, all the training had gone away when the market tanked, a lot of the coaches went away. The whole educational side of real estate just kind of fell off the face of the earth. And 
I just saw a big uh, opportunity for me because I always wanted to be a teacher as well. I love teaching, but I also love mm-hmm. like wheeling and dealing and entrepreneur stuff. And I, you know, I had ten a decade plus of selling, and I just said now it's time to transition into my love of teaching. I I just think it's great. So we're coming up on a quick break, but we're going to have Mark Williams back, and we're going to talk about his book, Selling on the Edge. And I can't wait to see how all the lessons Mark learned, um, how he was able to pay that knowledge forward, because that's what we're all about. But we're going to take a quick break. Stay with us, everyone. Thanks. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Get ready to have some fun with some brand new insights from science. Join us for the radio show of scientist Oe Nandi. Born of Indian and Swiss parents, this linguist and biologist authored the book Human Language Evolution and will tell you the story of human history, why it began in Africa, and why there arose blonde people. How America was populated. And we'll be answering some much more similar thrilling questions. Scientist Oe Nandi is here to simplify the complex and to give us insight into our history and maybe even share one of his poems from one of two publications. Join us every Wednesday at 12 noon central on TogiNet Radio for an insightful show with host, scientist, and poet Oe Nandi. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVent Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management. The holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent Live, every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm so excited to have Mark Williams here with us today. And Mark came out with this incredible book called Selling on the Edge. And um, before we get into how Mark really decided to, well, we talked about why he decided to write the book. I want to talk about the logistics of how he actually got his book written. So we can talk about that. But before we get to that, Mark, see, I have so many questions for you. I'm just throwing them all at you. Yeah, writing this down. Yes. Mark, I want to know, what was that turning point? And 
I love it because when I read it, I thought, wow, that's exactly where I'm at at this stage of my life too. So what was that turning point that made you say, you know what? The life that I currently have is not for me. I know I'm a lot better than this and I'm going to challenge myself. What, tell us about that challenge you gave yourself. That 90-day challenge, Mark? <laughs> oh, that 90-day challenge. Okay, I, I thought you were going to go back to the time I got fired where that... Uh... No. Okay, the 90-day challenge. Well, I was, you know, anyone who's seen the website, I'm holding a hockey stick over my head because, and I'm on a side of a cliff looking like an absolute spaz, but that hockey stick used to be the stick that I would use to lodge in between the garage door when I'd go to bed to lock the garage so no one could come in. Wow. So I was, uh, a friend of mine was getting his MBA at UCLA, and I had been doing real estate for three years and was literally broke. And I, and I asked him if I could stay at his place, and he had a roommate, and he put me, he said, well, we could lay some carpet in my garage and, uh, you know, throw an airbed down there because California's nice. And so here I am pushing 30, and, you know, one night it was really hot and I just opened up the garage and I'm looking out at the stars going, is this what my B, my Bachelor of Arts has got me? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that and a couple of raccoons walking by and, you know, the hockey stick were sitting there. And that's when I said, I'm giving this 90 days and uh, I'm going to just start selling my way using my heart, my gut. And, you know, being myself, instead of trying to be this square peg in a round hole, because I had taken every training course in the book out there. And, uh-huh. and, I, and 90 days later, I had made a small sale and just snowballed that into another decade of selling. I think that's great. I think, you know, sometimes it's so funny when we just give ourselves that goal and just call it simply by giving it a name, a 90-day challenge. It's so funny, Mark. I don't know about you, but I just recently did that with my glovies. Um, I just said to myself, you know what? I just want to know how much am I really capable of selling in 90 days? And there you go. My 90-day challenge started. And I'll tell you, every day I wake up, I'm like, okay, there's 89 days left. There's 88. And it kind of gets us as entrepreneurs, it gets that fire burning again, which sometimes we need it a little stronger. So so my next question to you is exactly what did you, what did you think you did differently during those 90 days? The biggest thing I did differently was follow my own gut and my own heart instead of trying to do what everyone else was telling me to do or what the industry expected you to do. And, you know, the hockey stick is such an important part because I, most realtors, the, the big training is go out there and do open houses. Go out right. there and learn your scripts. Right. Go out there and and go to those 7 a.m. network meetings. Well, I had a hockey stick sitting in my garage because I love playing hockey. Um, And, you know, I just started going to my hockey team every week, and I kind of made that my open house. And I turned it into what I call a passion arena and realized I could just be myself around my friends at certain events, 
And these things became natural networking events where I wasn't this forced realtor in a suit awkwardly trying to introduce myself. So, so that's so great. It was great. a turning point. So what you did, Mark, is you had these hockey events. Where did you hold the hockey events? At the houses instead of doing open houses? <laughs> this no, is so I, funny because you're not even going to believe this. I feel like texting my real estate broker because my conversation with her yesterday morning, you will not believe. It's almost like, I don't know, that I'm having an out-of-body experience right now because wait till I tell you my idea. But go ahead, tell me. I don't think this is far out there, Mark, because we think alike. Tell me about it. Well, really, my theory became if any other real estate agent is doing it, I'm going to stop doing it. That was that was thought process number one. Thought okay. process number two was uh, I love playing hockey, so I would start going to play hockey on a team or a league once or twice a week. That was how I started networking. This was, Listings, it was a different story. I think you're talking about listing your house and some ideas for incorporating hockey into that. Oh, I see what you did because you're out there trying to find your clients who have an interest in buying or selling their home. Yeah. My first 90 days, I didn't have, you know, a pot to, you know, what in. Right. So I needed to find a client first. And that was with my passion arenas I developed, which were going to hockey. I also loved kids. So I started going to the Boys and Girls Club on the weekends, just not to pick up real estate clients, but because that was me. I could be myself, I could get out there, and I could just put myself in a social environment that was not an open house or a network meeting at 7 a.m. where everybody else was. I was just me being me in an environment I loved being in, and business started to happen naturally like it did when I was selling lemonade. Oh, wow. So that sounds really great. So, Mark... Now, you're on one end as a broker, and I'm on the other end as the owner. So we think alike in that you have to be creative in order to, you have to follow your passion. And no matter what you're doing, we all know you have to follow your passion in business. Um, But my whole thing is that the real estate market where I live, so I'm in Long Island, which is about an hour from Manhattan, in a very special place. It's the northern part of um, Long Island. Connecticut's right across the water. It's only like um, seven miles across the water. So it's a very unique area, but you've got to really love where we are. I mean, it's so amazing because, I mean, Sean Penn and Kate Winslet were filming a movie. I think it was called The Game, if I'm not mistaken, right down the street in this gorgeous park that we have, and they were filming it as if it was filmed in England. That's how gorgeous this area is. <laughs> it's, wow. really, it's really, really cool. It's very unique, very special, the best school district, the whole thing. Uh-huh. So what I'm – the thing is the real estate market is a real estate market. It's not – actually booming it's not to say that our houses aren't beautiful and gorgeous and they're not worth every penny we price them at it's just that the market is in a a funny situation here everybody's trying to figure out what's happening with interest rates and everything well anyway to make a long story short my broker said well 
I'm not crazy about the open houses. We don't get that much traffic and everything because we're in such a remote area. I said to her yesterday, Mark, tell me what you think about this. I think like you, there's no other Josephine Gerasi out there. There's nobody else out there selling, you know, gloveys, hopefully, dear God. <laughs> and um, there's nobody else out there who can write the book that I'm almost finished with. I had said to my broker, why don't we do something unique? where the house looks great my mom is actually staying with me for a couple of weeks my mom's an incredible creative person and my mom makes does the most amazing fireplace arrangements for the holidays i said why don't we do a workshop that any of the local moms can come in and learn how to do their fireplace mantles for the for the holiday and while you're here, let me just show you about my Glovies product. Oh, and by the way, my book is coming out in the next month. You can pre-order it. And Mark, the whole entire time, I'm going to have my kitchen made with my famous cheesecake that anybody up here that's tasted it, they all talk about it. And I'm going to do like 20 different varieties of cheesecake, and they can have a little cheesecake, walk around my house and, you know, check out the house. And I just want to have a fun day here. And I think that's a way to just get people to come to the house and to be interested in the house. Right. And yeah. I think these people, my neighbors and everything, Mark would think I'm a nut. But I don't really care because it's all like you said. It's not – you got to get people here somehow, right? So – I just thought it, we'd have an open house, but it would be one hell of an open house. It would be very different. Nobody could duplicate it, you know? What do you think, Mark? I think it sounds like a, a lot of fun. And, you know, that was <laughs> that's step six of my selling program was have fun. And, you know, if that doesn't sound like a, a great time, then to your, to your agent, then uh, I would want to have a conversation with your agent. Yeah, so she called. I think it sounds like a blast. Yeah, and she called me yesterday, and she was like, "All right, it sounds good." She's very, she's creative too. I know she is. So I think uh, anyway, we're going to do this, and I'll email you pictures and let you know how great it was. How's that, Mark? I, I think it's great. I no one's ever done that before, and that's that was uh, that was what I was trying to do when I was living in that garage. It just you know, it's being a nut is a good thing. <laughs> As an entrepreneur, well, I was so afraid to tell her. But the thing with entrepreneurs is, I don't know about you, Mark, but half the time I can't sleep at night because I'm inventing new products in my sleep. I'm waking up saying, gosh, why don't we do this different? Why don't we? It's execution. So that's it. I've got great ideas. Now we've got to really, I've got to take a step back and, you know, we have to execute. So that's why when I turn around and say on air, Mark, you're going to get pictures of this open house, that kind of made, it's a commitment for myself <laughs> that I got to give Mark those pictures. So anyway, so that's that. But Mark, we're coming up on halfway through our show and I can't wait to really <coughs> dive into all of the steps that you have, you know, pertaining to your book. I know I'm going to get cut off here with my commercial. So all right, we're going to talk more about Selling on the Edge, Mark's book, when we come back. So everybody hang in there, and we're, of course, going to wrap up our show with five great business tips. So stay with us, everyone.
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. It's talking Smack with Beth, the real sports mom. It's one hour of hot topics that matter to sports moms and athletes. We'll be bringing you tips and advice from the leaders in youth sports today, as well as some inspiring stories from athletes and sports moms. With our own Sports Moms Roundtable, you're invited to be part of our show. We strive to educate and empower sports moms everywhere. Join us for Talkin' Smack with Beth, the real sports mom, every Thursday at 12 noon central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward <laughs> with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Mark Williams, the author Hi. of Selling on the Edge. Hi, Mark. Okay, so right before break, we were talking about the fact that Mark was saying that I hit step number six, was to have fun in your business. And Mark's great book has all uh, in detail, all of his six steps on how to be a success um, in selling selling anything probably. Right, Mark? Well, the truth is it applies to really real anything. Estate, yeah. I, I tailored it towards uh, new real estate agents. Okay, perfect. So let's talk about... Um, Let's just tell the listeners step one. They know step six is to have fun. What's step one, Mark? Step one, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Drum roll, roll, please, is be, (laughs) step one is be yourself. Okay. Now, there's a, I love to add on to that because each each step has a main mission, I call it, and and a couple main moves because everyone says, well, what is be yourself? I mean, I've heard that since I was two years old and so um, one of my good business partners San when we were working on this she said it's really about bringing out the you in you and that's that's what we try to teach new real estate agents to do in their first year and not try to be the square peg in the round hole but to really bring out the you in you oh I love that that's perfect so all right Mark so if my listeners want to go and find out about step two to five they should absolutely definitely buy your book and let's tell them how to buy your book 
Go ahead. Wow, this is so exciting. And if if any of my friends out east are listening to this, Johnny, Johnny Friends East or Johnny Wyrens, sellingontheedge.com or amazon.com. Sellingontheedge.com or amazon.com. If you go to sellingontheedge.com, you can read a little bit about me in the book. But Amazon, for those of you high D types, want to get right to it, amazon.com. Okay, perfect. So tell us a little bit, Mark, about how you decided, why did you decide to put your book on Amazon also? I mean, I recently made the decision to go on Amazon.com with my Glovey's product, and I'll tell you, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm getting tons of orders, and it's great. What made you put your book on Amazon for the same reason for exposure? Well, exposure, and they're going to ship it on demand right out of their own warehouse for you. They'll print it, ship it. Look, I could make an extra dollar, two or three if I shipped it out of my basement, but I, I can't do that. What if you get an order? It's just, it was, to me, it was worth the extra money to give Amazon whatever they want to handle that. And it's an amazing distribution system. So it just makes life easier. And that's why I did it. That's great. So, Mark, tell me something. So, Amazon prints your books themselves? Yeah, it's just, it's like the world's greatest secret. And I got to thank Sandra Beck for this. You know, I went to her for advice on how to get this book on the market and publish it. And, you know, I panicked because I'm like, oh, I have to find a publisher. You know, are they going to? Are they going to like my material? And she just said, do it yourself. And you go to, uh, you step one is you go to createspace.com and uh, just follow the steps. And it, that leads you to Amazon. If you pass their kind of criteria, they'll put it on Amazon for you. It's really easy. And that's, it's, it's another big secret out there for that all the big publishers don't want us entrepreneurs to know. So anyone who wants to write a book, createspace.com. Well, that's great. So now is it in e-form or hard form or is it both? Hardcover Oh, form. that's the good question. This is, we had an e-book and I just, my gut didn't feel like that was a real book. So we decided we wanted to print it. And again, CreateSpace has a program where you put in the cover and you do this and do that. Kind of like, it's almost as easy as one, two, three. And now we actually have a hard copy you can buy on Amazon, a paperback actually. And that's when it really, for an entrepreneur, when you have something in your hand and you can look at it and like touch it, it was like, one of the highlights of my life. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. So tell us about um, who wrote, I guess it's the foreword in the book, correct? Who wrote the foreword? Um, this guy named Mark John Williams. No, wait, Mark, <laughs> Mark. Didn't Simon Cowell do something? Uh, he, I, have, uh, I have a... Praise for Selling on the Edge is a series of uh, testimonials from a lot of agents, a lot of agents that I've helped and um, a lot of uh, clients that I've helped. And, yeah, there may be some uh, there may be some celebrity type 
wonderful people that have been kind enough to hire me as their agent on there. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, so wink, I, wink. Go ahead. Yep. No, I just said wink, wink. We'll, oh, let the readers, wink, wink. we'll let the readers discover that. <laughs> okay. All right. That sounds like a plan. That sounds a plan. But I guess when you're getting a book out there, you know, it doesn't help to try to pull some strings and get the most... Um, I don't know, just to get a celebrity out there to endorse your book. I know it's probably not an easy thing to do, but um, I'm sure it helps book sales. Um, it can't hurt. And I, one funny story on, on all that. I asked a bunch of people, and I've, I've been lucky to work with some celebrity clients. And in the beginning, I, I did want to ask these people because I – and later on, towards the end, almost out of desperation, I threw up a Hail Mary. And I found out that some of the most successful people were like, no problem. What do you want it to say? Oh, great. And, and that's these people that get to a certain level. They're so gracious and successful. And they've been there. And some of them were like, well, I don't, I don't have time to read it i'm like well you gotta read it you can't just give me the quote you got right. it so they're like what do you want it to say and it's just amazing the successful people um they love to help other people that's one thing i've noticed i think that's great so um all right so now we have your book down is there anything else you want to tell us about um about your book mark well as funny as it sounds I, i'm I'm in sales, but I've never considered myself a great salesperson because I'd never like to actually do the sales thing. I'm just really excited to have a book. I, I told uh, Sandra Beck, who helped me put this together, you know, if we sell one copy, I'll be beyond thrilled. And so far, it's been amazing. I just it's just fun to help people and give back and pay it forward. So when I heard about your show, I was just thrilled because it really fit where I was at in my life. And um, you know, you can buy the book. It's selling on the edge. It's for it's for new real estate agents or anybody who's been struggling the last few years and wants to maybe shake things up a bit. Selling on the edge or Amazon, and that's uh, that's my big pitch. I think this is great. So tell me, let's just talk real quick about your father's principle. What did your father teach you <laughs> that it looks like a lot of this book is based on? And it's so funny, Mark, because I feel like so much we do today, whether we want to admit it or not, comes from our childhood and our upbringing. Tell me, tell me about your relationship with your dad and what your dad taught you about selling. Tell me about your relationship with your dad. Was okay. it great? <laughs> it, was, it was great. I was lucky to uh, have a dad that was very present and very good to my mom and very good to uh, his whole family. But my, it, was, it wasn't something my dad actually would say or had a sign on the wall. But he, my dad was an entrepreneur, even though he started out in public accounting, of all things. Oh, wow. And only to quit to start his own company, which bombed, and then again started another company, which took off, and he's been on the journey, so he paved the way, but I would notice in his 
behavior and actions that he was always about service and you know he never never uh, focused on on the end result as much as just taking care of people and relationships and he was always the one you know trying to help other people whether it be a neighbor who just needed some help with their taxes or mortgage or if it was an actual client in his business or if it was my sister or me so it was just relationship first sell second and I had a tendency to to uh, when I was I think in college I got my first job at a stereo shop and he he just said you know you don't want to be that used car salesman you want to just build relationships and don't worry about the selling CD players just worry about relationships and it, it took me to, you know two decades later to kind of understand that but that's how it all started with Zero and Dad Pops Williams <laughs> that's so funny. Did he also teach you about what kind of car to drive? <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. Well, you know, sure. I mean, they they didn't they never gave me a car, but I would I drove the old uh, hoopties in the beginning that they were ready to break down. So um, I did buy a fancy SUV at some point in my real estate career, and he. You know, he rolled his eyes when I when I rolled up in that one day, and you know, sure enough, my business actually tanked because I used to drive a kind of a, a dumpy Volkswagen. I don't know if this is where you're going, but I got rid of the SUV quickly, got my Jetta back, and business picked up because it was just more me. I'm not yeah. a luxury vehicle guy, and yeah. That's exactly where I was going, Mark, because here you say the truth is clients want a humble real estate agent they can trust. So be careful on what you drive. And it goes back to saying exactly what you did, that you had the luxury vehicle. And sure enough, when you went back to who you were, your business took off. So I think that's a great lesson you know, that we all learn and you never would have known it until you tried. So it's all about experience, which is great. But here we are. We're coming up on another break. When we come back, Mark Williams is going to share with us um, some great business tips as we wrap up our show this week. So I want to thank Mark again. And um, we'll be right back, everyone, with our five business tips. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political? Too nice to be real? Tame, even though you really want to be unleashed? Like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending? Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the Woohoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices, so you can be seen 
heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. with us on the line today. So, Mark, one more time, let's just tell everybody how they can buy your book. Uh, you can go to Amazon.com and type in Selling on the Edge, or you can go to SellingOnTheEdge.com and read a little bit about me, and it'll link you right back to Amazon. Okay. So, Mark, before we jump to our five business tips, I just want to ask you a question. Is there any one special thing somebody who might be thinking about becoming a real estate agent needs to know or do? Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Really, Mark? Well, I, you know... Yeah, really, unless you're you're feeling it in your gut, in your heart. No, I'm kidding. I think it's a great business. The freedom, the opportunity. Where else can you work 25 hours a week and, you know, have the potential to make a half a million dollars a year or more if you're Barbara Corcoran, triple, quadruple that. Right. Um, so, yeah, anyone who's thinking of getting started. Well, what was the question? Well... What would be the first step that somebody would do, Is, you know, I, if I think they were that, thinking about becoming a real estate broker? Um, I think they should, well, first step, go get their license. You know, it sounds obvious, but so many people spend literally two, three years thinking about getting their license, studying for the test. Just go take the test, pass it, or fail it. And then get another test date, go take it again and fail it, and then get another test date and eventually pass it, which was what I did. It took me three times. But so many people spend a year, two or three, studying for the test and trying to learn everything about real estate. Let me tell you something, nothing in those 
initial real estate courses will help you in the real world of selling real estate. So it's just a hoop. Go past the test and then you're rolling. Okay. That's a great piece of advice. And I think you're so right. How often do people just talk about it and not take action? So that's a great tip is if you really want to become a real estate broker, just go take that test, get the wheels rolling and get that certificate so you can get out there and get to work. So, all right, that sounds great. So let's move on to the five business tips. So business tip number one that Mark Williams has shared with us is the best script you can ever use is the truth. Tell us about that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, a lot of times, well, you know, when I got started in real estate, it was learn these scripts, learn these scripts, master these scripts. So I would go into these meetings or appointments thinking, okay, what am I going to say next? What am I going to say next? Instead of being in the moment and really listening to my client, and once I said, you know what, I'm throwing all these scripts out the window, I'm just going to listen and say what comes to my mind or comes to my heart. And, and that's usually the truth. Whether it's good or bad, sometimes you don't want to say the truth. For example, if I walked into a house mm-hmm. and I, in my brain I'm thinking this house is ugly or disgusting and the client said, so what do you think? I wouldn't, okay. go to, I wouldn't go to script 32, which is what do you think about the house script? I would just say, I think it's ugly. Oh, wow. And that was the truth. And they would laugh or agree with me. But then I started to earn their trust. So if it was good news or bad news, the truth is always the best script. And I think that's so important because what good are you doing the client if you're telling them that you think their house looks great and it really doesn't? It's only more work for you and more disappointment for them. Whereas by being honest and saying the house is ugly, they might turn to you and say, all right, Mark, you've seen a lot of houses. What do you think we should do to make our house better? And I guess that's where you start moving in the right direction. Absolutely, yeah. And it's it's funny because, you know, especially if you're with a husband or a wife or, you know, some somewhat most a lot of times when you tell the truth they're not going to be on board with you and initially it's going to be kind of a blow but later on you find out like that was something that built the relationship and you ask clients why they work with you and I still every day I'm always afraid I'm going to get fired and I ask clients why they work with me and they say you know what it's because you are honest in times when uh, it's not when so easy, it's not, right? It's when it's not so easy, yeah. I think that's great. All right, so let's go with business tip number two. I have to say, I love this business tip, and Mark, I've used it several times throughout my show because it's something that I have to tell you, when I was younger, I never did. Um, and now I find myself doing it more and more as I get older. So business tip number two is never react. Pause, wait, and then respond. What made you give us that tip, Mark? Because it's the one I have the most trouble dealing with. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to entrepreneurship. We want it done yesterday. 
That's uh, amazing. That one, I, I stole that from my uh, late uncle Wilfred, uh, who was a priest, and he was just an amazing man. And uh, he gave me that nugget when I was I was probably a teenager, and I never forgot it because I, I I didn't understand it. He used to have this huge sign on his wall that said "Wait, W A I T," and one day I asked him what that, why that was always above his desk, and his, and he would, he finally looked at me and said, "It stands for Why Am I Talking?" Oh wow! Oh, that's so good. Guess what's going on my kid's wall tonight? <laughs> why so, am I talking? I love it. And, I love and it. It just spun out, you know, the pause. You know, somewhere a lot. I, I look. I steal from everybody. I, I, and then eventually you make things your own. But somewhere along the line, I heard, I learned that the difference between super successful people and ones that were struggling was this ability, the length of this moment in time when something happens to when they respond, and those who could wait longer. Um, were more successful. They didn't snap or lose their lose their uh, lose their stuff. They had this ability to just stop and wait for a, uh, their instinct and heart to answer correctly instead of reacting with their ego. I think that's so good. And Mark, so often I also, you know, I used to just say. Okay, here's an idea. Let me jump at it. Let me do it. Especially, you know, in the beginning stages of my glovies, you know, I've learned so many lessons along the way. And now, because I feel like I'm on round two, I, before I do anything, I really sit down and I try to figure out all of my options instead of just going with option one. And I have to tell you, it does make a big difference running a business because you're less likely to really. Um, make a mistake in my in my personal mm-hmm. opinion. Okay, tip number three: If a person is not in trauma, they will never change. This is interesting. Tell us about that. Yeah, this is a fun one, and this has to do with um, the selling system part of of my business. And it it simply just means if someone is not. Um, at a certain motivation level, they're not gonna they're not gonna make a change. And trauma, I just came up with that term because that everybody knows that is a serious state of affairs. If, if someone's out there and they're hurting extremely bad in their relationship or in their living situation, they're not gonna make a move or make a change unless it gets really, really, really bad. So. They have to be, if things are kind of so-so, like, oh, you know, my my girlfriend is, or, you know, my, my relationship is, my girlfriend's abusive, but it's not that bad. Wow. They're, they're not going to make a change. But if, if you're showing up in trauma and it's causing problems at work and with your kids, people are going to start making changes, like doing things that are going to help them. And if there's no trauma, there's no change, and there's nothing you can do as a professional to help them if they're not willing to admit they're in trauma. Great. 
Okay, tip number four. Disappointment does not equal disaster. That's a great one, and I agree with you so much. I love that one because as an entrepreneur, you have little things that go south every day, and it's my nature to blow them up and make it seem like the end of the world. And then I kick back and realize, you know, I go back to gratitude and service and just remind myself of how lucky I really am. And it reminds me that disappointment doesn't equal disaster, which a lot of people can go that route. It's so funny that you say that, Mark, because it takes us life experiences to really get to that point. And it's almost like a crystal ball. It all becomes so crystal clear to us that when things really go south and really happen, really just to sit down, take out a piece of paper and start writing down everything that you should be grateful for really does change the mood of everything. So I think that's a great piece of advice. So business tip number five, and we discussed this in detail, is relationship first, sell second. And Mark, this is also a topic that's talked often talked about often on my show is that people who like you, people who you've taken the time to get to know, even on a personal basis, love doing business with their friends and people that they can trust. So that was great. But Mark, we're coming up on the end of the show. I just want to say thank you again for getting up early. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward this week. I've had a blast and thank you, Josephine. It's been a excellent time great and everybody have a wonderful week and we'll see you again next week on paying it forward thanks everyone thank you for being a part of paying it forward with josephine jirasi on togynet.com This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing a complex